As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Merry meet y'all, Lady River here, Wiccan High Priestess and Science Fangirl, and you are listening to Gaia Unveiled, the science podcast for pagans, witches, and the magical community. Last episode, we looked at the cosmic calendar, the history of the universe packed into one year. At that scale, the Earth created herself on September 6th. Kind of hard to get a lot of detail on that small scale. This episode, we're going to zoom back out a bit and talk about the geologic calendar, which condenses the history of the Earth into one year. The Earth is about four and a half billion years old, so each month here is equal to, by my calculations, about 378 million real years. Take a quick guess before we start, when does our species appear? If you listened to episode 38, you already got a big hint, and stopping the episode to do that math is cheating, but hey, I'll never know, right? In this universe of our imagination, the Earth was born at midnight, January 1st. Yes, it was a process, not an event, but let's roll with it. Most of this is going to be estimates, especially the earliest eras. Early Earth is not the glorious lapis and malachite gem of the void we know and revere today. She is a cranky baby. Still very hot, but cooling. The solid crust is thin and relatively brittle. Over the next few days and weeks, heavier elements like iron begin to sink to the center, lighter elements move to the solid surface, and really light elements and molecules like water vapor and other gases move further still. Eventually, there's an early version of the core, mantle, crust, and atmosphere of today. But the entire surface is still extremely volatile. Constant winds and rain erode any structures like mountains that might form. The atmosphere without photosynthesizers is gases spewed from volcanoes, mostly carbon dioxide, with some methane, ammonia, stuff like that. Asteroid hits are also a more common occurrence than in our actual present time. One of those hits likely create the moon on January 7th. It's rained enough to create oceans by January 20th, and life appears in them about February 25th, life very different from today that enjoys these early conditions. They are anaerobes, that is, they live without oxygen, and there are still organisms like this around today, sitting under your garbage can liner, telling you it's time to clean the thing. They survive by absorbing things like methane, hydrogen, and sulfur. By March 1st, the first true cells develop, likely through the acellular organisms joining forces and creating one entity. Anaerobic organisms experience the beginning of a massive cataclysm on March 28th, when photosynthesis evolves in blue-green algae, which aren't really algae, but whatever. 
they pump the air full of oxygen, killing off their competition, thick mats of them pretty much taking over the planet. These things reign supreme for a solid three months, until multicellular organisms get themselves together sometime around the beginning of August. They figure out how to really have fun September 17th, with the beginnings of sexual reproduction. As we mentioned in Episode 3, sex allowed for genes to mix and combine much more effectively, speeding up evolution. A mere two months later, fungi become the first organisms on land on November 15th. Close on their heels comes the Cambrian Explosion on November 18th, a time of massively rapid evolution, the beginning for most of the types of modern organisms. Fish begin populating the oceans November 20th, the same time that the Appalachian Mountains rise. Plants follow fungi ashore November 22nd. Insects, crustaceans, and the like come on land to munch on them two days later. Think of it as arthropod Thanksgiving. December is crazy busy. Amphibians come on the scene December 2nd, and reptiles on the 6th. Dinosaurs crawl around on the 13th. Mammals are close behind on the 16th, and birds show up on the 18th. With Pangaea, the massive single continent of the Earth at that time, splitting up on the day between, and the new continents begin their journeys to the locations we know. Plants start flowering on the 21st or so, and dinosaurs get a short while to enjoy them. On the cosmic calendar, dinosaurs arrived on Christmas Day, but ironically, on Earth's calendar, that's when they disappear. The ones that aren't birds, anyway. December 27th, the Rocky Mountains form, along with the beginning of the Grand Canyon. Primates, still looking much like rodents, evolve on the 28th. Most of December 31st goes by before our earliest hominid ancestors decide to stand up, around 6.15 p.m. Ice ages flicker across the land several times. Homo sapiens shows up around 11.24. Were you right? We learned to farm at 11.59. The Industrial Revolution, 11.59 and 58 seconds. A human life, about half a second. This has been Gaia Unveiled. And hey, thank you so much for listening. Thanks especially to Patreon Fairy Andrew and new Patreon co-producer Teresa the Harpy. Please join me next time when I'll be discussing something really cool I haven't decided on yet. Hey, why don't you suggest something at the Gaia Unveiled Facebook page or at GaiaUnveiled at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you anytime. Our opening and closing themes are Magic Trance by Julius H. and Magic Event by Christian Bodhi, respectively, both courtesy of Pixabay. I'm Lady River, about four-tenths of a second old. Keep reasoning, and blessed be. Hey again, real quick thing. If you liked this podcast, dropping a review in your podcast app is a great way to support the show and makes you 16% cooler than you already are. Or you can come geek out with us on the Gaia Unveiled Facebook page or support the show at patreon.com slash Gaia underscore unveiled. If you can spare a few bucks a month, you get some nifty rewards and I get a personal connection with you that helps me make the show even better. You can also find me on Twitter at LadyRiver8 or email me at GaiaUnveiled at gmail.com. You can find the show wherever you like to listen to podcasts and even on YouTube with transcripts. See you soon and thanks.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.